We are Wrestling Elitist. I'm your co-host, Alex Gibson, alongside Bada Boom, highest guy in the room, Sean Nash. What's going on? How you What's doing? <laughs> wow, that's a that's a throwback. Uh, I love that though. How you doing? I'm good. I um I just for some reason was thinking about Enzo earlier, uh, thinking about when we just randomly saw him at that WrestleCom show. Uh, yeah, and, of all people. Uh, and just how grateful I am that Tony Khan hasn't given him a chance on television, uh, despite Big Bill being there. Um, Truly amazing. I do want to say before we start the show that the, we this is episode 69. We are not going to make jokes about that. We're not going to even reference it. We don't even know what that is. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, credit Chris to us does. for not that's making why he's any... Going. Yeah, that's why he's not on this episode. So credit to us for being adults and um, you know not talking about that. So please make sure you are checking us out on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Latest Podcast, as well as our website, WrestlingLatest.com. For our latest match reviews and articles, including weekly Dynamite and Rampage reviews written by Chris Scott Moore. Um, we were talking with Chris earlier. I think he's got a couple of articles that he is uh, working on, kind of he's working through a some couple stuff of different up. ideas. Also a little bit of, I don't know if you'd call it a segment if it's on it's on the website, I guess, like maybe a, a reoccurring article series, a series. Maybe that's what we'd call it. Maybe. Um, you know, something that we're kind of trying to work through as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sean, will you please run through the plan for today's show? Thank you. We are going to talk about some big news in local local news. So our favorite match, moment, cringe of the week, and along with what we're looking forward to this weekend. I love it. Yeah, let's go right into the news of the week. Um, you know what? I guess the best way to put it is that SummerSlam's dead to me. We have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have officially got a word Seems on to be that when... Way when AEW Dynamite will be in town next uh, in Detroit. So it's May 10th. Um, Five days after Cinco de Mayo. Oh, God. And I, we have a, we have a wedding we uh, a couple days before that as well that I'll be attending. So um, it'll be a... And GCW is a, like a week after that. Yeah. It's going to be a busy we'll month. AEW trying to tag on to the GCW uh, hype, hype train. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, Dang. What are your thoughts between SummerSlam or uh, Dynamite? I think you and I were talking, maybe even talked about it in the group chat with Chris. Like, I want to spend good money on these tickets. So for me, it's like, I probably just go to one of them and just mm-hmm. use that money, use money that I would spend on two decent tickets on one set of really nice tickets. So what are your thoughts between the two? Which way does your mind lead? My, as we talked about it just a few minutes ago, and you kind of, sprinkled yours into mine i am thinking we just we do dynamite we do it big we get on the floor smackdown it's going to be pricey no our smackdown uh SummerSlam. it's going to be pricey no matter what because it's it's a premium live event it's ford field they're going to jack everything up let's go out on a wednesday night and and regret it on a thursday yeah that's there's something about it being 11 o'clock and you kind of being like i'm ready for the show to be over because i got to be home Mm-hmm. Um, also adding in the fact, like for me, the traffic that'll be there on, uh, SummerSlam, we Some talked Sunday. about it Oh um, yeah, when you, were, when, when, uh, you insulted me, uh, in the last the episode regarding the, yeah, <laughs> uh, Madonna, um, it, it's funny to think that we literally recorded this three days ago and I was all fucking hype about SummerSlam and now I'm like, right who, now who, who's SummerSlam never heard last of week's it. news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, I, AEW shows always deliver. I think SummerSlam will they deliver. Do. And I'd actually, I think, you know, from a, 
you know, if we were to bring friends to SummerSlam, I think that they would have a very good time still. Um, but Dynamite is just, we only, we've only had one so far in the, you know, is Here. It four years yeah. are coming up on now for your history of yeah, AEW. Yeah, right before 2020, um, yeah. And, you know, I've traveled, I've traveled for a handful of Dynamites as well. Uh, so I, I feel like the miles to really take advantage. Yeah. I've, I've been a road warrior. And so I, <laughs> I want to, when it's in my backyard, I want to go. And there's like a part of me that's like, is there anything that's building to where they could be doing another blood and guts, like where, be, where Detroit becomes blood and guts town or something like that. So sure. It'll be interesting oh, to see sweet. how things build up the soon. The gritty nature of Detroit. It's meant oh, for yeah. blood and guts. So my my heart goes towards AEW, I think, trying to get floor seats, front row, potentially. Um, I'm building myself up. I'm going to be disappointed. It's going to be just like when we try to go to the original uh, all-in and oh, in we moments, had 10 of us all online away. trying to get tickets and nobody could. Yeah. Pissing in the wind. Uh. But we'll be there regardless so we, uh, i'm excited it always ends it. up being a better show they, they, it'd be better to be on the floor for dynamite than disappointed on a saturday night that maybe SummerSlam didn't turn out to be what we wanted it to be so or a lot of filler and two good matches so no filler no killer yeah i um yeah. i think to just you know from so we talked about bringing the first we took took the first ladies to the WWE show back in January. Yeah. Um, I would like to give uh, an opportunity to see an AEW show as well as attend a show not during give dry January. Taste. So yeah, that definitely helps. That definitely helps. Have a couple of margs at Bakersfield. Make it a then, tradition. Uh, yeah, it'd be a good time. So looking forward to that. We'll uh, keep everybody updated on how how that seat uh, are happening fiasco goes. Yeah. But I think, yeah. they, I think tickets go on sale March 3rd. So that probably means pre-sales like March 1st. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, moving on to our match of the week. Uh, last week we had the same match of the week and this week we continue that theme. So Sean, why don't you talk about it? That uh, text, yeah, Texas tornado tag match. That's a mouthful was a, a real, real banger. That was a whole lot of hard hitting from the start, just before the match even starts. Great way to, to get the match going. Moxley bloody, of course, and Preston Vance actually impressed me a bit. I haven't, yeah. hadn't watched anything on dark and definitely a difference from what we saw when he was just straight up 10. So that was good. Love that they gave a little context back to Mox when he was champion back in the day or, yeah. And um he was going with the dark order and they uh he put a uh, 10 in uh the recovery zone for like 5 months. So just great to see that and then even last week there was the attack on um Danielson. So there's just perfect BCC connection there that just made it good within the commentary but uh just fun hard hitting match for uh, a dynamite. Yeah, it was like, there's not, there's not like any like moves or anything that stood out because I think it was very much kind of a standard mox match. People are bleeding. People mm-hmm. are getting pummeled. Same with Roosh. Uh, you know, there's some stiff shots. I think that that's what stood out to me about Preston Vance is when he was 10 on the dark order, it felt like the same way that I feel about Brian cage, where all of Brian cages moves look so slow and it looks 
Like it just looks like he's always setting up for the next move. Like he looks very indie at times. Um, mm. That's how yeah. I felt about Preston. Like everything was like you could kind of see the wind up into everything almost, or like it felt like you could see the hamster in his head spinning the wheel. And I felt like everything just seemed more fluid, uh, more more stiff. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think when the turn happened, I said, I didn't really give a shit other than the fact that negative one cried, but it was actually pretty solid. Like he, he looked good. I like them attacking during Mox's entrance. Um, Roosh, I texted you guys yesterday. He has just got the facial hair of a, of a teenager that can grow, can grow kind of a beard quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just doesn't like everyone knows it looks bad, (laughs) but it's kind of cool because you can grow facial hair at 17 type of a thing. It's looks like he'll kick your ass. He needs someone yeah. that loves him to tell him to change that. But <laughs> I, I love, I love Roosh. I love everything he's been doing. We talked about it just a couple of days ago here. And to me, he's a star and you know, I'm, I understand why Mox and Claudio got the win, but uh, I need to see Roosh start picking up W's and hell I, you know, like him and Vance could have, could like, they could be in this uh, fatal four way for all I care at, at Revolution. They'd be great. Oh, hell yeah, that'd be good. You need to bring actually in a four way. I'd actually rather see them win it than like FTR winning. Doesn't really just a whole lot for me, um, mm-hmm. and that's where I think it's probably headed. But uh, it was yeah, just a great match, and um, Mox Mox continues to love blood and matches. It's. Uh, uh, trouble. Did you call it a couple even, weeks ago when the the Texas death match that like you knew it was going to be something Texas death match related? I feel like and yeah, yeah. Oh, that, already going and back also, to it. And then also, did he not announce? Yeah, like the the Revolution match is a te- Texas death match. Yeah. but yeah. they're in San Francisco. No sense, but call it like a just, Bay City. Bay City. I don't know. Um, Bay City um, Blood Faster, yeah, yeah. There we go. That if they call Higher it that, if they change the name, then we are I confirmed. Swear. Yeah, <laughs> we know we know who was listening on that other site. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on to our moment of the week, um, you actually had one that I I didn't even think about you until like? I read it, and I was like, "Damn it, I oh. liked it." No, I actually did. So. Oh, okay. Um, that yeah. sounded like I rarely like your moments. I always like your moments. So <laughs> I promise. No, it's not. Sometimes I got bad moments. I'm sure, but uh, I really liked uh, Christian coming out and attacking Jungle Boy. Uh, nothing in that show put me more to just kind of disinterest than Jungle Boy coming out and wrestling Brian Cage. Honestly, I kind of I can't even tell you what the match was like. Um, Sorry, Dominique. After, <laughs> but uh, once Christian came out, that really kind of turn things around a bit the uh the spraying of whatever the hell it was was a little little too much but love seeing him take off the uh the arm brace and kicking the shit out of him it's gonna set up the revolution match and then hopefully this sparks something new for both of them and I, chris was kind of talking about christian today kind of got me in a mood of yeah, christian is pretty good once he we actually get to see him every so often yeah when his music hit i was like oh fuck yeah i kind of forgot about him Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been quite a bit, but yeah. I, and I was having the thought last night of it's annoying that Brian cage is the size that he is. He's the, he's got like the ability in the ring that he has. And then he's kind of the guy that every week just like comes out and gets beat rolled up. And it's really beat. weird. Like I, I'm not saying like he should be a champ, like a, 
world champion or like super protected, but it's just weird that he's kind of like the go-to, Hey, we got to get, we got to get jungle boy a win real quick. Let's throw him in a ring with Brian cage. It's just odd mm-hmm. because of his size. Um, Hunk it was me. really nice to see, uh, see Christian come out, see him, uh, <clears throat> show that he, he wasn't actually still hurt and attack jungle boy. I'm continuing to root for Christian in this feud was back in the summer. And I do still today. Christian was right. Um, I, I, I like him as a heel. I think he's a good, good guy to get the younger stars over. I just hope that jungle boy is not one of them. I hope jungle boy, um, wants to go take some time off. Yeah. That's what I was, I was wondering if you thought he would be someone who would go to WWE and I was kind of feeling like he would be, I don't know. Cause there's like a part of me that thinks yes, but then there's like this part of me that's like, because he's got like a famous like parent. Is he like one of those guys that's like, no man, I'm I just want to do, do my art. Yeah. I just want to do my yeah, art, bro. I don't, sure. <laughs> I don't need to go to, I need uh, to go to the machine, you know? No. Nah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I just feel, I, I don't know. He just does nothing for me. Especially yeah, once he split uh, from Luchasaurus. Yeah. Once that ended, it really just took it all away for me. Hashtag Christian was right. Uh, my moment of the week uh, speaking of going to the WWE was the moment of Cody and Sammy sharing a ring together on WWE raw. Um, I had just, I don't even think the uh, episode was up from me complaining about them, not acknowledging enough <laughs> of Sammy. And then they do that where they were in the ring together. Cody mentions, I think you have a chance to beat Roman. And not only do I think you have a chance, I think you are likely to, uh, just a good mm-hmm. chance to at least have that feud be lingering a little bit. Um, I'm, re- you know, we'll talk about it a little bit uh, in our anticipation, but I'm really intrigued in the route that they go with that match on Saturday. Um, I hope it doesn't end up in a triple threat at WrestleMania. It, whatever oh, no. they do, it should be a one-on-one match. I'd be okay with, uh, you know, if you want to split the titles, have Roman versus Sammy on. Saturday, Cody versus uh, Roman on Sunday, Easiest something way. along those lines. Once again, it probably telegraphs that one of those titles is changing, but not both. But you know what? He's going to lose it eventually. I do mm-hmm. think uh, I saw, I saw, um, I won't, he who should not be named um, a wrestling journalist that everybody knows, uh, mentioning uh, that he thinks yeah. that there's no chance that Sammy loses this Saturday, which. It's pretty wild to me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really see him winning. I I think I don't think he's going to lose. It's not going to be like Kofi versus Brock or something like that. Um, Does that I mean think, like he's going to like uh, Roman Reigns is just going to like low blow him in front of the ref at some point and Sammy wins but keeps the titles? Maybe maybe that's that could be it. But yeah, that's probably going to be his workaround towards it. Like mm-hmm. well, technically he did win. Um, but he's he thinks that the money matches, you know, Sammy winning. So that's odd to me. I don't see that. I I personally think it's especially with the reactions that Cody's getting. I think it's Cody versus Roman uh, mm-hmm. at Mania is the biggest match you could do, and Blood it's not two part timers. You know, if it was if it was Roman versus The Rock, I would say you pull the trigger on Sammy. But it's Roman versus Cody. Uh, because Roman versus The Rock doesn't need a title. It can be about the bloodline, no. the family, everything like that. Totally. So, um, that, but that segment, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm probably digressing a little bit. That segment was great. 
uh, hearing Cody talk about Sammy, you're the person, you're the first person to put any holes in the bloodline. Um, you know, also seeing, I believe it was on Fridays in the Friday night SmackDown last week when, uh, Jay came back and him and Sammy had like kind of a little small moment, uh, just acknowledging that they're still boys. And, and Jay also mm-hmm. came to, uh, help his brother, uh, retain the tag titles. I love everything they're doing with the bloodline. Um, and it was just a good segment. Did you happen to catch that? I actually just watched raw earlier today and caught that segment and it made me want to just go grab some kettlebells and start lifting. Cause that was motivational as hell. Oh God. Yeah. Cody's pretty good at that. So that was, that was good. Um, I, I don't know if I can agree or not with um, that uh, who shall not be named, but I don't, I just don't know how it happens. I guess I think it is Roman versus Cody. That's the, that's the draw right now. I think that's crazy to say. I think we see something where, you know, there's a ref bump. Sammy hits a haluva kick, gets what would have been the three count, but the ref isn't there to count it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Sammy would have had him beat, but he didn't actually get the win. To me, that or they pulled, they pulled the swerve. Jay comes in and, and does the three count and. Sammy thinks he wins, but they don't. They don't count it, and then Roman just turns around, hits him with a spear. Yeah, Crazy I, I think game, that'll be. But. Yeah, it'll be some sort of like a a finish like that, where where it lets you know that Sammy had him beat, but he doesn't win the titles. I think mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the most logical. Um, it sucks because my heart Such wants a great story. To Sammy versus Roman at Mania, but I just think Cody makes more sense yeah. for them. So yeah, we'll see as. Uh, We'll see as it as it uh, moves forward. I'm excited for Saturday, but moving on to our cringe of the week, you have a former a former WWE superstar as yours. Yeah, did I put it as a former WWE superstar? I, I can't remember her name. Um, no, if I always no. get it right, uh, yeah, Ruby Soho right. caught in the middle of this um, OG girls and uh, WWE girls in in AEW. It's just, it's not hitting for me um, to see them kind of at the end, just lost in the camera, not knowing what to do. It just wasn't, wasn't working. And I mean, she, on commentary, they tried to make it sound like she was like one of the OG girls. And it seemed like it was around for quite a bit before Ruby Soho came in a couple um, all ins ago or all out, whatever, all out. Yeah. It was after fans were all fully back. Yeah. Like she's not quite the person that they're trying to put her out to be. So like you could maybe do that. I don't even know who else you could do that with because it's again, it's WWE wrestlers versus AEW wrestlers. It's you can't draw that line and just it was too much. It's not the story that I want to hear. And it just seems like that's all they ever do. And the women's division is break it down into two sides. And Hikaru Shida has gotten lost in it all too. Yeah. Yeah. was a weird sec. It reminded me of uh, remember that go home segment before WrestleMania when Roman and Brock were like just doing tug of war with the title. Oh yeah, and then like the screen just cuts off as they're like fighting over it. <laughs> That's you like that the happen. same level of fucking weird. Um, I it's so weird to me because I was pretty excited at the prospect of Ruby joining AEW. When we saw her back, you know, on my birthday, what was that, 2016? 
uh, oh AAW when she was back in the days of Heidi Lovelace, I believe was her Heidi name. Lovelace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she was really good there. I thought WWE had kind of like, you know, watered down her ability and stuff like that. And now I just wonder if like WWE broke her. Like I just don't enjoy seeing her in the ring. I was annoyed that she got the mm-hmm. win. Um, I don't get it. It just, she, I think also part of the problem is, is they are really hiring. They have some really talented female wrestlers now on the roster. Whereas like when she first joined, they were still, it was basically Brit. And then obviously like Hikaru yeah. Shida, but they were kind of keeping her away from her. But now you've got Tony Storm, who to me, Tony Storm is the best wrest- female wrestler on the roster, probably a top five wrestler Whoa. on the roster. Um, I think, um, you know, Jamie Hayter's very close number two for me. Um, there's Brits very good. Uh, Sheeta, obviously. Um, Deep. You know, you've got a pretty talented female rest, like female roster now. And mm-hmm. I don't know that Ruby belongs in that top conversation anymore. No, that's a great point. There's it's the divisions outgrown her or it just gotten better and she hasn't quite progressed at the same level. Not that it's wrong, but it just doesn't it's the story's not hitting. Yeah, it was a very awkward ending. Also, poor uh Brandon Cutler, like everybody's stealing his gimmick. You've got uh Christian, you know, spraying something in the face of uh Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy, you've got um, they're spraying elves. Yeah, you got the everywhere. Mean Girls, the Mean Girls didn't, spray spray painting. Didn't work on her her butt, did it? Did you see? I didn't. No, even I think that. Yeah, I was up. like, I think there's a reason that they never they never showed the green on uh, Britt's yeah. face after that. That was really weird. <laughs> yeah, that uh, odd it's idea for your 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 body. <laughs> it's not. Um, my cringe of the week is the Dark Order stuff with Hangman. Um, they're telling the same story with them that they were telling two years ago where hangman's like, Hey, leave me alone. We're like, we're friends, yeah. but we're not friends. Like we're friends, but I'm ashamed of you. Story. <laughs> That's what it that. felt like. And like, it's literally, it felt like exactly like the stories that we were getting leading up to, uh, the Kenny and hangman stuff, uh, back in the summer of, I mm-hmm. guess that would have been 21. And so it just like I don't also I just at this point like cringe anytime I see John Silver on screen. Like he was funny for a little bit. He was one of those guys that was funny until he started to think he was funny. And I was like, oh no, no, no. You were you were funny because you were kind of like just being yourself. Unintentionally. Now trying, yeah. yeah, now you're trying to be funny, which is not as funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I just, I thought it was dumb. I love Eva Luno though. I want him to continue to do something for some, like, I don't know why, because you can't even see his face, but part of it's probably because of the suit he had on yesterday. But I just always think of the penguin when I see him. Absolutely. Yeah. He's just like the penguin, but like if the penguin was kind of an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, definitely a blubbering idiot. It, it seemed so it's been so long since we've kind of seen them in that role. And then again, they're just kind of forcing out the same story that they had before. It's just overdone and um, kind of felt like hangman was trying to do your bidding of pushing the story away, just trying to keep them away. But Yeah. I want to see hangman no. and I want him to do blood and guts against 
the Dark Order, but it's just it's Hangman <laughs> just versus him. Dark Order. Yeah, just go has to go through all f- three of them left now. Yeah, yeah. He just I, it's such a weird. I don't know why they they keep going to it. Like, if they don't now do some sort of like a feud between them, then I don't get why they why they kind of reinvigorated that. Um, mm-hmm. But onto our anticipation, we kind of talked about it a little bit uh, with my moment. But uh, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, uh, you said it. The Sami Zayn Roman Reigns match. It's going to be very interesting to see how it all goes down. It's going to be a good match for sure. Uh, premium live events always a little, little more exciting. So it'll be fun to watch on a Saturday night. It will be. I'm, I'm really pumped for it. It'll. It, this is going to be the first time in definitely in the Peacock era, but probably three-ish years that I've watched back-to-back full. I'm going to call them pay-per-views, but PLEs, events, yeah. pay-per-views. Yeah. I've never watched back-to-back. In PLEs. a row. Yeah. But about to go back to back uh, to back. Oh yeah. And then I'll probably uh, watch, I'll probably watch all of, does it count as back to back to back to back since it's two nights of WrestleMania? Or no, I, I would think so. I would think it's, I think it's back to back to back to back for sure. Wow. That's, that's crazy. It's We're all in. putting in hard work. All <laughs> I think the things we do for this, for this show. Um, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great match. I, because of who's in charge of creative, I, I feel good about it. If it was mm-hmm. Vince, I would have zero, zero doubt that this match would end. It'd be, it'd literally be, it'd be Kofi versus Brock, you know, where yeah. Second. this happens and then literally, and then probably Kane Velasquez comes out at the end. Like it would literally be the exact <laughs> same thing. But I trust that um, Triple H has a pulse for what people want and they want this story to be meaningful and this match to be meaningful. So I'm, I'm totally. excited for it. Um, just moving on to a couple of, couple of quick hitters, things that uh, came up during the week or came up during our conversations in our group chat. Um, the first two are kind of related. Uh, AEW's need for a top face in the company. I think right yeah. now you've got MJF, who is a great villain. I, did you see the video of him cutting a promo during between him coming out and like it actually going back to live television last night? No. So he starts telling the crowd so. to shut up, cussing them out. Uh, and then people boo him. And he goes, why are you booing me? Because there's kids here. And like he points at some kids and he goes, <laughs> he goes, well, maybe if we weren't in Texas, they would have been aborted like they should have been. Uh, oh my so that's God. why the crowd is booing him so <laughs> fucking hard when, Holy um, shit. when they, when, when he, when it got back to television when they went live. Wow. So they've got, they've got their, they've got their heel, but they need Definitely. a baby face to me. They need a top baby face that they've just been missing since hangman's run. Hangman had it. Um, but yep. they didn't really keep the momentum going once he was champion. Um, and obviously it's always more fun for the chase. Anyways. Um, first person that comes to mind is Keith Lee. I don't know a person mm. who has come across Keith Lee and not been like instantly like, a impressed with his ability, but then just like Day loved brightened. him. As, yeah, yeah, like he's just like a he's just like a he great just makes you happy. Yeah, yeah, he makes you happy for sure. Around. And then and then he wows you with his maneuvers. I haven't seen Keith Lee. I feel like in like a month, basically since uh, the end of yeah. Since, and so uh, like, I, I, really, came in. 
yeah, basically since he got replaced and they have, they kind of stopped that feud. So to me, he's a, he's a, a name that comes to mind. Ricky Starks, obviously, but I'm, I, I'm turning the channel whenever it's him and the JAS. So like, I love Jericho, but he needs to get rid of this Jericho Appreciation Society. Like they are just a mm-hmm. fucking drain. Yep, it's gotten to the point where, like, with every Jericho gimmick or story, it's it's gone on for like three weeks too long, and he's got to go away for a little bit just to to do a new reinvention. Did you ever watch the TV or the movie uh, Hall Pass? With Owen the movie Wilson Hall Pass with and- Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a scene where they're out with like their buddy who's like a like a Casanova like player type, you know what I mean? Like he knows how to get girls at the club. And he's like Owen Wilson points out this girl and he's like, "Wow, she's gorgeous." And then his buddy goes, "No, no, no, let me show you this." And he like takes his hand and like kind of like slowly covers like all the other girls that she's around and like people she surrounded like, people. It starts to look like a, like a gremlin. And he's like, "She's just surrounded uh-huh. by ugly girls, so it makes her look prettier." And that's what I'm feeling like the JAS is right now. Where it's just such fucking scrubs around Jericho that like it instantly makes him look like a star, but nobody around him looks good. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, Jesus. What a genius. Got a bunch of ugly girls with him. Daddy magic for sure. <laughs> yeah. Angelo. I don't even know his name. Angelo. Cool hand cool, Luke. Cool, cool, or no, cool hand Luke. Cool hand. Do you have anybody that you would like to see base presence uh, for AW? Keith Lee, definitely great pull. Um, who else? I would have said Wardlow before they just did that last promo. His new haircut, I I, I can't do it. That Total, is not a not cosmetically not a, pleasing. They the, did not. The ponytail <laughs> was the way to go. You know, and like you see those memes where it's like, "Hey, this is the haircut," or "I want you to fuck my shit up," and it's like, "Say no more, fam." <laughs> like that's. That's it. Um, <laughs> it's bad. Uh, I do like I like the idea of Keith Lee, and especially for MJF. That just the the clash and the the amount of chicken shit heel stuff uh, MJF could do to try and run away from big boy like Keith Lee would be really good. But, yeah, I I think Swerve even too. I think and I think Chris mentioned him in our group chat. But I also yeah. like Swerve as a cocky heel. But I think he could work. I as love a good, Swerve like, as a heel. Cocky face, like just a guy that's not not afraid of all the heels um so Mm -hmm. that that transitions Mm -hmm. into my other thought because another great one could be adam cole baby yeah i was just have to um uh no well because we we were about to talk about adam cole uh kyle o'reilly once he gets back from injury great baby face yeah he was uh he was a little bit of a weirdo in nxt when he was solo but i think uh too much too much mic time is is not great for him, so hopefully they can work on that. Yeah, he just I don't know how to describe him, but he just looked like uh I don't know, like somebody that was like super into Vans shoes or something. Like like I like Vans, so don't get wrong, but like just like a weirdo, like weirdly into it. A little obsessed with it, yeah. Yeah, like a hot topic a little too hot topic y. But like it didn't fit. Okay. Him. <laughs> um But back to Adam Cole. Uh Baby. I they're presenting him so much as a face that it feels like we're getting our rug the rug pulled, right? Like there's yeah, totally. Is he actually gonna be a face when he comes back? It's such a hard sell that I just can't say he will be. Or it's gonna it feels, it's yeah. gonna last like a month and he's gonna go back to being a, a ass eater. 
Well, it's, like it just makes it. me think of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, once you, yeah. Um, I'll leave that alone. Uh, yeah, leave it. I think that he, uh, he like the way that they're selling it. It's almost like because they know he's going to get cheered when he first comes out, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. They're just like, okay, but but I think back to even his debut. You know, he comes out. It looks like he's going to make the save for Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus at at the end of All Out. And then instead he super kicks him. And I feel like it's going to be something like that where he comes out, you think he's a face and then he immediately does something shitty or, you know, at the end, um, it always does what I, does. I'd be more intrigued by him as a face. So I think that I think he'll, I think the version of Adam Cole that we had up until his injury has run its course for a bit. He's got kind of that. He's just got a smaller stature, but is a great mm-hmm. wrestler, great talker. We all know that Chris loves hearing story time with Adam Cole and, um, for those who don't know, he, he fucking despises he, it. It's, uh, it's overdone for but, him. But uh, I think that he's got everything that it would take to be a, a good baby face. And so I would, I would like to see him get a run doing that because just the current iteration or the previous iteration of him, while good, we basically have had that since Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's gone on for, for far too long. But uh It'll be interesting to see how how he's able to do it because it's just been, like you said, since Ring of Honor that it's almost like all I know at this point is a douchebag yeah. Adam Cole. Yeah. Uh, speaking of still. and speaking of guys that uh, don't really change their character, Cody. Uh, <laughs> that, that was way more of an insult than I really wanted it to be. But um, I, yeah. for the record, yeah. I've actually enjoyed. I, I think WWE is where Cody belongs, and that's not an insult. I just don't think that the style of AEW fit him. We all talked about the Cody verse where his segments always felt like they were just a different show than the rest of AEW. I think he's been fantastic on the mic. He's a great representative Mm -hmm. of a, of WWE. I get why they would want to put a title on him. Um, so he made some comments. Uh, he was on Ariel Hawani's podcast. They asked him about the whole brawl out incident, his thoughts, um, you know, basically he said he was bummed, you know, because it was something that they'd worked hard to build. Then, you know, people start coming in that, you know, don't align with the mission and, um, it causes friction. He kind of said what he believed without fully saying it. Um, hmm. and I didn't really disagree with anything he said. Uh, the one thing that I'll say too, is I just appreciate that he didn't not talk about it or that he didn't, that he a, didn't tell Ariel, like, don't bring it up before the interview. Sure. Uh, and then also when it came up, he didn't just say like, oh, well, I'm here now, so I don't want to talk about it. He at least approached the subject, uh, which gets rid of a little bit of, I think if he just said like, uh, no comment, somehow the dirt sheets would have ran with that as like, he doesn't, you know, like the box or doesn't like Kenny. Sure. Whereas he kind of sure. made it clear, like he still talks to them. He's still friends with them. Um, and he felt for, you know, for them in that moment. Um, I will say I don't believe him when he said that he uh, felt upset when someone texted him that he looks like the smartest guy in the room for leaving before that happened. I know, like I, I, like I just know anybody in their right mind. I myself, I would have been like, yeah, I would have been like, fucking, I called it, dude. Like I would have been, I like he was probably just shocked that it happened that quickly. Right. Yeah. Not even a year in. A year yeah, of him. So I, wow. I, I didn't. I didn't have any issue with it. I. I appreciate that Cody can talk about things without 
I don't know. Like Acting I'm, like I'm it just exist yeah, or well, I'm just so I'm so sick of the constant workers. Um, you know, I love FTR, mm-hmm. but I am now more of a cash guy than a DAX guy, just because I don't hear cash talk every five minutes about something that he that's you know, and it's where it's like clearly like a worked shoot. Still, our wrestler points. Still, very talented. Uh, still, still, still. Um, but that will do it for us this week. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. It feels weird recording again so quickly. I was recently mentioning to Sean and Chris that since we've moved to Thursdays, for some reason, it feels like we had it's like two weeks between every taping that we do. Um, totally. So then to go from that to like three days in between. Honestly, it feels like over. I'm being overworked right now, but <laughs> I do it for you guys. All for the love of wrestling. Um, yeah, for the love of wrestling, for the love of the fans. Um, but please make sure you're checking us out on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Latest Podcast. Once again, checking out our match reviews, articles, show reviews, all on WrestlingLatest.com. I think we'll have a few more things coming up here soon in terms of that series we talked about at the top, um, as well as a couple of ideas that Chris had. Um, and, and then I'll try to get something else out here shortly too. Um, please rate review, subscribe. If you're going to be at either, uh, dynamite in Detroit or SummerSlam, let us know, help us decide what we want to do. Or if you have a hookup to somebody that can help us get floor seats or a suite in either of those locations, let us know, let your boys know, Rick rude, send us home. Hit the music.